Good afternoon. I'm Jiang Li with today's episode of Easy News. Former Vice President Chen Jianren will be representing Taiwan at the second annual Global COVID-19 Summit. According to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Chen will be pledging a donation of 1.5 million U.S. dollars for global vaccine coverage and stressing Taiwan's continuing commitment to provide medical supplies to countries in need at the event. Chen will be making those pledges in a pre-recorded speech at the summit, which will be taking place virtually this evening Taiwan time. The foreign ministry says delegates at this year's global COVID-19 summit will be discussing efforts to end the pandemic and how countries can best prepare for future variants of the coronavirus. Organized by the United States, this year's summit is being co-hosted by the U.S., Belize, Germany, Senegal and Indonesia. Some 5,000 households in New Taipei's Zhonghe and Yonghe districts experienced power outage early this morning. Taiwan Power says it was caused by glitches of an underground electric cable and that over half of those households got their power back in five minutes. Thai Power restored power to the rest at 1.27 a.m. The outage took place half an hour after midnight and affected major roads of Wenhua, Renai, and Zhongzheng Road. The 33rd Golden Melody Awards will be returning to Kaohsiung for the first time in 17 years in July. The annual music awards were last held in the city in 2005. According to the Ministry of Culture, it chose to hold the event at the Kaohsiung Arena on July 2nd after taking into consideration scheduling, location, attendees, and the city's residents' passion for the event. The ministry says along with seeking to give the event a makeover, it also hopes the awards ceremony will further cultivate local art and music, as well as provide a boost to local business. In world news, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has called for his country to raise its COVID-19 preventive measures to maximum levels. The statement comes as the country announced its first coronavirus infection more than two years into the pandemic. The Korean Central News Agency says tests from an unspecified number of people in capital Pyongyang confirmed they were infected with the Omicron variant. North Korea had claimed a perfect record in keeping out COVID-19 from its territory, though outside experts had doubted that. It had only begun to reopen its borders slightly after being closed for two years. The country's population of 26 million is believed to be mostly unvaccinated after its government shunned vaccines offered by the UN-backed COVAX distribution program. An effort by U.S. Democrats to codify Roe v. Wade abortion access as federal law has failed in the Senate. The AP's Ed Donahue reports. 
It was an almost party-line vote. The yeas are 49, the nays are 51. Which means... The motion is not agreed to. Well, I am angry and I'm disappointed. Washington Democrat Patty Murray says Senate Republicans will not override women's voices. They may have spoken out today, they may feel they've won today. But women of America, it's time for us to stand up and fight, and that is exactly what we're going to do. Texas Republican John Cornyn says this goes way beyond the status quo. It's the Abortion on Demand Act, without restrictions, without limitations. Few Republican senators spoke in favor of ending abortion access, but they embraced the filibuster to block the bill from advancing. Ed Donahue, Washington. That was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Jane Lee.